0: This podcast was produced by Or FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: Well, young people right across the region will be looking forward very much to Otago Polyfest 2022. This experience, like no other, that uh, gives them an opportunity to participate in Maori and Pacific cultural experiences. Can't wait for Polyfest 2022. Joining us on the line now to talk a little bit about it is Fiona Matepo. Fiona, uh, Morena, good to have you with us.
0: Oh, Morena, Morena Ato.
1: Fiona, um uh, there's probably not too many people uh, listening out there who don't know about Polyfest or haven't experienced it in some way themselves but for anyone who hasn't been lucky enough to attend a Polyfest celebration what is it Kaupapa? what is it all about okay well
0: um namahi kia koe gif Namahi uh, mahi kite ki hapore o otipoti. Uh, so we have um we have a vision um which is based around Māori and Pacific cultural experiences being, being valued and, and grown in our, in our city and our wider region. And then our mission is really about um, providing opportunities for our tamariki, our mokupuna, um, to get on the stage and engage in some Māori and Pacifica um, performing, performing arts experiences um, and feel the excitement of being, being part of the group.
1: It's a a massive exercise each year that it happens, and it uh, can't happen without some amazing people behind the scenes. Who are the people and the organisations who make Polyfest happen each year?
0: Well, we're a pretty big crew these days, because we've uh, we've grown enormously from when we first began way back in 1993. Um, So next year will actually be the 30th year of celebrating um, Polyfest, uh, so we we're very excited about about that, um, and yeah. So we began really as a um, as an afternoon performance at the Dunedin College of Education auditorium, and and then we just seemed to to grow. People so enjoyed that opportunity and that experience that you know fast forward twenty twenty nine years, and we've got nearly nine thousand performers going across our stage and and uh, more than 10,000 people coming in as as audience to to um to support and enjoy and celebrate, and so um, we used to be a, a smallish team of of volunteers, um, but we now have grown to the point where we need to have um, a festival director. Uh, we have a production manager. Um, we have a uh, core group of contractors that the guys that come in and, and do all the staging, all the draping, set up the arena so that we can um, we can host Polyfest. We've got our amazing um, camera people who make it possible for us to live stream Polyfest um, globally so we get feedback from from families across the world tuning in to watch their, their tamariki or their, their mokapuna or their whanau on the stage. Uh, so it, it's amazing to be able to to do that, um, we have a comms team. Um, we have, you know, people working on advertising. Um, last year, we had banners up around the, the city. Um, people might have noticed those. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty big, uh, big machine these days, Dave.
1: It's an amazing uh, machine. Uh, uh, those who've witnessed it will, uh, no doubt, walk away from the experience, um, sort of scratching their heads as how on earth do you make it all happen so smoothly? I'm sure there are little hiccups along the way, but you know the number, sheer number of performers, the sheer number of performances, um, the the way uh, these polyfest uh, celebrations are so popular with the public that you're shifting audiences in and out all the time and doing it in a way that doesn't interrupt the the flow of performance. It is really amazing. So no doubt a big pile of volunteers are behind all of that too, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. And so whilst we've got some of those key positions that I, I just talked about, we've also got um, and a big shout out to our um, Otago community who come along um, people from all walks of life come along, whether or not that's just to um, stand in the auditorium and help people find a, a seat or whether or not it's um, greeting someone at the groups as they arrive at the back door or whether or not it's just sweeping up all the, the bits and pieces that, um, you know, um, come off all the beautiful kākahu and, and, um, and costumes that our tamariki spend hours on. Um, yeah, so it's very much, and I think it, it's a wonderful example of the power of community working together to bring a unique unique experience to the community.
1: Oh uh, yeah, kui ora. Now, um, how uh, will this year's Polyfest shape up? How are you structuring the performances and competitions this year?
0: Yes, well, this will be the first live since 2019. Um, Obviously, 2020, we had to uh, make a call very early to to cancel because of COVID, Um, and then last year I think we were one of nationally one of the few festivals that managed to to go ahead. We were a very redacted program. Um, we had about probably fifty percent of our of our groups um, come and, and perform and of course we had no no live audience so that it was all being live stream and that, that felt a little odd to to us because of course it's the vibrancy of of, um, of the audience that also lifted. The wideau of the of the festival, um, so we're pretty excited this year to be able to bring that back, bring that energy and excitement back in, into the um, into the Edgar Centre, into the Lion, Lion Foundation Arena, and uh, yeah, we just we just very much have to kind of go day by day in many respects. In terms of, we're so used to things happening now that are completely unexpected, that was sort of almost expect the unexpected. But um, our programme this year will will kick off on Monday, the 9th of September. Um, we will have a have an opening, a, a mehifucateau at 5.30 in the Lyme Foundation Arena. And from there on until Friday evening um, we'll be running um, evening sessions that usually finish around about somewhere between 9.30, 10, 10 pm
1: and then we open
0: the doors again the next morning at 8.30 and we run a day session which is finished by about 2.30 and then doors reopen again about um, 5 o'clock for the evening session. So it's a whole, whole week, Jeff.
1: And uh, all of those sessions open to the public?
0: Absolutely, yes
1: and uh, it's usually a, a very modest price to get in uh, to um, to witness the competitions. Is that the case again this year?
0: Absolutely. That's always been one of the things that we have um, really held held steadfastly to is that um, this is about our community actually being able to come in and enjoy and participate. Um, and so for that reason, we have always kept it as a as gold coin entry, and that will be the same again this year.
1: You will have a good sense of um, amid all of the busyness of this, the actual, you know, the reason that you've got uh, this event happening is to bring young people together. Uh, some of them perhaps to experience a polyfest festival and being part of it for the first time. Others who are growing through the years and through the competition. What what do Tamariki? What do young people tell you about? about what they get out of being involved in Polyfest?
0: Well, as you know, our young people have many different ways of communicating, and uh, some of it is just seeing the pure joy and delight on their faces when they get on the stage, and they they feel like a million dollars, and they look like a million dollars, and uh, you can just, yeah, just see the excitement. Uh, we've probably got performers now. We might even be into... I oh, would definitely into second generation performers. We might even be knocking on the door of some third generation performers. Um, but we've got one one of our nans last time we were together um, said I think she said it was her her eighteenth mokopuna that she had come to see on the on the stage. Wow. And So. <laughs> um, you know, there's that kind of relationship that we have with our community and so for our tamariki first and foremost it's about them being proud of who they are and, and it and it doesn't matter who you are and where you come from it's absolutely being proud of, of what you can do on that stage proud of being part of a group and whoever, whoever you represent proud of being part of your whānau proud of being part of your, your school and community and uh, and through that excitement and experience, um, we now have some of our, our key volunteers and workers who have come back to us to, um, to support. And that's always been our, our um, vision as well, was that the sustainability of Polyfest will rest in the, in the hands of, the rangatahi, of our rangatahi,
1: of our younger
0: members of our community, whom we will um, pass over the care and duty of the Polyfest at some stage uh, to them, and it will
1: be their time. And and make no mistake, the level of performance uh, among some of the groups is quite staggering. You will have noticed over the years um, that that schools and early childhood centres are putting more time into preparations for, for Polyfest. I mean, I imagine, judging by the way that some of the groups perform, you know, that most of the year is spent prepping for this very important competition.
0: Yeah, and, and and that I think speaks volumes too to the way that our community views the festival. Um, it's not a you know a couple of half hour practices before you jump on the stage. People actually do value the co of Polyfest, and they want to bring their their A performance and whatever that looks like for every early childhood centre and every school is entirely up to them and, and we've never been a festival that is um, underpinned by by competitiveness. It's purely about enjoying participating, having the opportunity um, to do that and celebrate um, our individual and collective cultural identity. So, yes, we are staggered too, to use your word, um, by the caliber of some of the, the groups and, and yet we are not surprised. But I think that uh, yeah, that's, that's really says something for our community and, and we have interest always from groups outside of the Otago region as well who see the value of being on the stage and participating in Otago Polyfest. so uh, yeah. This year we, we will have um, in the opening we will have a group called He um, who are heading off to national um, secondary school Kapahaka competitions? So, you know that's that that's that level that we've that some of our groups have been able to to reach. Not because of Polyfest, um, I'm, I have to say. But yes, we do have that calibre of, of groups on, um, coming across our stage.
1: It's amazing. Fiona, you mentioned um, the difficulties of the past uh, couple of years and, and we all know what those have been and we all know that there will have been disappointment among many who had been looking forward to polyfests Fests and, and not being able to, um, to, to get involved in the, in the ways that they, they used to or might have been anticipating. Does that add something a little bit special to the flavour of this year's event?
0: So I, I, I think it does jeff and one of the things that we you know really when we decided to call off the festival in 2020, we were very conscious that there was a group of our year 13 students last year at at um, at high school and their last opportunity to perform at a Tapo polyfest. So we were aware that we had effectively taken that opportunity away from from them. And that that didn't sit well at all with us, but it had to, as as people understand, we had to make a call around health and safety. Um, The whole country was was pretty much locked down, so there was no way we could possibly host the festival. But again, that's how well we, we know our community and have relationships with, uh, not just our early childhood in in, in schools, um, early childhood centres in schools, but also with the with the families that that do come across the stage. We've known them, many of them for years and so we know how how any decisions we make can potentially impact on them. So, hmm.
1: Well... Whether you're participating or whether you're witnessing it, Polyfest 2022 is going to be amazing. Just remind us, Fiona, just finally, when and where uh, Polyfest is this year.
0: All right. So Polyfest uh, kicks off on Monday, the 9th of September. Um, so just around the corner. Uh, and uh, we will have our mihi Fakato, which is where we open formally open the festival for the week um, and that begins at five thirty. It will be in the Lion Foundation um, arena at the Edgar Centre on Portsmouth Drive. So far note, no my heart come along and enjoy. Would love to see you.
1: Fiona Matabok, ora thank you so much for joining us this morning here on Otago Access Radio to preview Polyfest twenty
0: twenty two.